This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Covered in Pet Hair, a boozy show for pet lovers on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Arada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet behavior and health expert that's going to help me check my holiday gift list and check it twice. I'll tell you all about her and introduce you as soon as we come back from these messages from our sponsors. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez-Rada, and today I have the pleasure of having a drink and a chat with a pet parent, a cat and dog trainer and behavior consultant. She's a published author, an entrepreneur. She's a tea drinker, a world traveler, originally from Newport News, Virginia, currently lives in Georgetown, Texas. She's wife to JR. She's dog mom to a dog named Kimberly, which I find hilarious. She's cat mom to Samantha, a.k.a. Sissy, Romeo, and Machida, who's named after an MMA fighter. I did my research. I Googled that one because I'd never heard a cat named Machida. All right. She also is very, very passionate about her dislike for aversive training techniques, but she loves goat cheat. She loves goat milk and essential oils for dogs. She is the host of the Pet Parenting Podcast and recently launched a holistic pet podcast by the name of the Pet Health Junkies Podcast with one of my guests, Pam Roussel, who was on the show recently celebrating Halloween with me. She, my guest today, is helping me celebrate the holidays, as you can tell from the colorful set behind me. Her name is Jessica Fisher. Welcome, Jessica. It's so great to have you on the show. Thank you for having me, Isabel. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to see you again. Like many of my guests this season, I met Jessica at Super Zoo. We hit it off. We talked about our passion for helping pet parents be better pet parents if they want to be and thereby improving the lives of pets everywhere. So she and I are sharing a drink now like we did in Vegas. And before I get into her history, her story, and some gift ideas for your pets this holiday season, I want to introduce our drinking game. So today, anybody participating in our drinking game, anytime you hear this word, the secret word is Kim. 
make sure you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying. My guests won't know it. I won't know it either. It's just a word that it's going to pop up. And every time you hear it, you take a drink of whatever you're enjoying. But please be over 21 in the U.S. to partake in an alcoholic beverage. Never drink and drive and always drink responsibly. So what are you having, Jessica, today? I know you're feeling a little under the weather. <laughs> I am having hot tea and it is cinnamon apple spice for the holiday. Absolutely. The flavors of the holiday, which is funny because I'm having a cinnamon paloma. Mine has tequila in it because I feel just fine. This is a typical Paloma recipe, but with the typical recipe, I just put in a cinnamon simple syrup instead of regular simple syrup. And then I rimmed the glass with some decorative holiday sugar, actually, and I garnished it with a cinnamon stick. So cheers. Thank you for being on the show. I'm cheers. sorry you're feeling unwell, but I'm glad we got together. <laughs> Me cheers. too. Cheers. All right. I love a rim around a glass on my cocktail, but for this podcast, it doesn't always work well. So forgive me if I have sugar all over my face. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> so I always start this show with a game and today is no exception. And of course we're talking holiday gifts and I celebrate Christmas. I'm not sure what you celebrate. Is it Christmas as Christmas, well? Christmas. Yes. Wonderful. But we all know that there are plenty of holidays around this time of year. Hanukkah includes a ton of gift giving. There are other religions that celebrate holidays with gifts. And every day, our pets become more important in our lives. So that's what we're going to focus on today with our first game that's actually about dogs. But don't worry, cat people. Y'all are coming up <laughs> in the next part of the show. So the first game we're playing is Roughness. It's all about holiday gift ideas for dogs. This is a super easy game for you. I'm going to give you a holiday gift idea for dogs, and you're going to tell me if it's something you would yay want for your dog, Kimberly, or mm, not so much. You'd pass okay. or <laughs> pass it on, re-gift it if you were given this gift. This I hope season. I don't do too bad because I am so picky. Oh, I know. That's why I'm asking because you're a pet expert and that's what we want to do here. We want to pick the brains of <laughs> pet experts. And it's always fun to find out where people's limits lie. You know what I mean? So yeah. here we go. Okay. The first one is matching hoodies for dog and owner. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So there's a website. I can't remember what it's called. So just Google matching hoodies for dog and owner. They had like a tie dye one, like a, like a buffalo, like plaid one. It was so, so cute. And if I had a smaller dog or younger dogs, I might consider it too. But my old dogs want nothing to do with that. Next one, Pup Protector Waterproof Dog Blanket, which retails for about $130 to $180. I would want to know how it's waterproof. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a, you know, I don't like chemicals in my house, so. <laughs> very <laughs> good, very good. Exactly, <laughs> that's very good. And actually, I'm going to ask you more about your criteria for selecting gifts as we go on. Next one is a personalized Christmas dog bandana that looks like a Santa hat turned upside down with the pet's name embroidered on it. Super cute. My dog much prefers to wear clothes than bandanas. She's just not a bandana girl. All right, that's fair. She gets to decide what she wears, her body, her choice, right? So Dash Dog Treat Maker from William Sonoma. It's like a little, it's like a little waffle maker, but for dog treats. Hmm, maybe, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go with no, because I prefer single ingredient treats. So I don't know, what are we putting in these treats? Is it a lot of flour and junk they don't Yes, want? exactly right. That's how I felt about it. I think it's such a great idea. But it really looked, I didn't really do much research, but it looked like a lot of flower-based treats yeah. would be made in there, like the biscuit type 
treats. And I'm with you. I love to take the opportunity to give organ meats when I'm treating my dogs. All right. So the next one is the Furbo Dog Camera, a dog nanny. That's what it's called. That treats your dog while you're away. So I like it now. I didn't used to like it because I was like, what kind of treats am I going to put in here? Right. But green juju treats are like perfect size for that. So it could work. So tell me about as from a dog trainer's perspective, because I haven't ever used anything like this, but like, what does the dog think when a camera just throws treats at it? I know. Well, every dog is different, right? Okay. So my dog, she would probably be like, ooh, yummy food, but kind of ignore whatever is going on. Like somebody's talking to her. It might even get kind of creeped out a little bit, but some dogs would be totally fine with it. They're like, oh, hey, more food, no big deal. Like not pay much attention to it at all. That's awesome. So does the Verbo dog camera like allow you to like give cues through the camera? I think so. I think you can okay. talk to your dog back and forth, I believe. So yeah, I think so too. To. So then you would just be like, hey, maybe for, I guess for like recall, it might be nice. Like having yeah. this like, come to you, to your voice. Absolutely. Like, it's, a, it's a good opportunity for training. All right. So Yeti, you know, the, the brand yes. of coolers and all that, they make pet bowls. Mm -hmm. How would you feel about those for the holidays? I have not looked at them, but if they are U.S. food grade stainless, then totally fine. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. How about some functional clothing like boots for the snow or like a, a warm thermal type thing for thinner dogs or, or shorter hair dogs? Yeah, I think there can be a lot of uses for boots. For Kim, she's not really into the boots. Um, I do buy her sweaters and jackets for the winter um, because it does get a little chilly here in Texas yeah. in the winter. Um, and some dogs, yeah, some dogs need it. Some dogs yeah. love wearing clothes. And, you know, if you're going to take your dog where I don't, it's sleeting and snowing all the time and you don't know what people are putting down on the street when you're walking, you want to protect their paws from chemicals and stuff. So there are a lot of practical applications. Absolutely. I totally agree. How about a clinically proven orthopedic dog bed that I just interviewed or had on my show, Big Barker? Would you invest in a Big Barker bed for the holidays? Yes, I absolutely would. <laughs> It's better than spending little bits of money here and there, which add up. You might as well get like the big, big bonus, like, I guess the big, what is it? The the big bonus item or like that key item yeah. that you're, everybody's looking forward to, like the bike for the kid. This would be like mm -hmm. an equivalent of a bike for a kid. Oh, absolutely. And I do, I, I don't, I don't have any of their beds. I have looked at their beds, but I am all for like splurging on the beds. And yes. all of my beds are expensive. <laughs> right. Orthopedic, important, important part of buying a bed. Oh, absolutely. Of, of any age, right? For any age. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. All right. Last one. Supplements and nutritional boosters like high quality fish oil, probiotics, food toppers. How would you feel if I gifted something like that to you and to Kim or the kitties. I am the kind of person that is going to be so thankful to you and then come home and say, what is wrong with her? <laughs> because I, again, am just very, very particular. Now, if you know me really, really well and you know what I buy for my pets and that's what you're buying, perfect, wonderful, I love it. And I don't know if you've had Dr. Odette Suter on, I don't think you... No, but I met, I've met her. I've met her. Mm -hmm. Yes. I know who you're talking about. 
I have totally kind of changed my mind a little bit on probiotics after talking to her. So, oh uh, yeah, she's the fecal transplant expert for sure. Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So there are definitely some really, really great ones out there, and there are a lot of not so good ones out there. So be very particular if you buy something like that for someone. Yes, exactly. I think that that's a really great place for people like you and me who are kind of more in sync with what's really high end and high quality and things that pets need and what to look for. But like the average pet parent may not know what the difference between this fish oil and that fish oil might be. So they might not be making the best choice. So it might not be the best gift. So in that case, maybe it's better to buy something else, something, maybe a gift card to yeah. a website that specializes in these things. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or stick with things that you know they'll use like accessories or single ingredient treats or <laughs> single ingredient sure. treats are always a good idea. <laughs> Freeze dried, like, you know, organ meats, they sell them everywhere. They're super mainstream now and they're like always a good idea. Absolutely. All right. So how long have you been in the pet industry and what inspired you to join us crazy pet lovers over here? Oh boy. You know what? I have wanted to work with pets my whole life. And for a while, I thought I wanted to be a veterinarian and then it just didn't happen, you know, life. And so really, truly, I got started back in, oh my goodness, I was 26. So 14 years ago, I started doing TNR, um, which is trap, neuter, return, and with a, a local rescue. And it's just kind of snowballed <laughs> ever since then. <laughs> that is awesome. I know you specialize like me in dogs and cats. Mm -hmm. And when you and I met, you told me that your husband's allergic to cats and you yes. had to get creative when you guys moved in together about your, how many cats did you have at the time? At the time I had eight. So tell me, how did you make it work <laughs> with an allergic spouse and eight beloved cats that weren't going to go I anywhere? I know, it was crazy. We basically completely redid the garage and proofed it from the elements and added AC and heat and uh, tons and tons of cat trees, windows that could open with screens. And so we just completely redid the garage. And that was actually when we moved into this house now that we were able to build and customize. That was a qualification. We bought this house without even seeing like a model, but we knew it had two separate garages. One of them has a wall of windows and we completely customized it for the cats. That is amazing. <laughs> what lucky cats. That's such a good idea. Obviously, it was possible for you to do it. I'm so happy to hear that that worked out. I met your husband at Super Zoo. He's a great guy. And I'm so happy that you guys were able to get creative because it's so hard when you love both parties, right? Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the thing is, there was zero chance that my cats were going anywhere. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I hear that for sure. Okay, so back to gift giving. When you look at something and you're potentially thinking about either gifting it to your pet or a fellow pet lover, what is your criteria? Do you have some top things you look for? Yeah, I always prefer if it's made in the US. That's not always going to be possible. So right. I really want to look at the quality of the item, especially, you know, I really, I would really love more, you know, organic cottons and it just is natural as I can get 
with any and everything I buy. And I can't tell you how many things I pick up that I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so cute. Mm-hmm. But there's no way I'm buying it. Right. And right, right, putting right. in my home with my pets. <laughs> so I I do a lot of research, right? <laughs> so do you. And I'm very particular. I try a lot of things. I Since I started the podcast, reach out to a lot of people who I know are involved or own companies. Yes. And I'm like, hey, I have this question or, and this is not something that is special to me, right? Anybody, any consumer has the ability to contact a company and ask questions. And, you know, I I get my questions answered. If I'm not comfortable with the answers, then I don't buy it. And if I am, then I promote the heck out of it because, you know, small businesses, we need to support each other. Yeah. And also when you find something that works that you've done your due diligence to uncover and it's and it's something that you're comfortable promoting, then it's really exciting to promote it because you're like, stop buying the stuff with the fillers. Stop buying the stuff that's making your pet sick. This is a great option for whatever problem you're trying to solve or whatever, you know, illness you're trying to prevent or whatever the case may be. So, so true. And, you know, it like you just said, there there are even things that we put medications into our pets that they're not good. Right. <laughs> the side effects way outweigh like, and that's a personal decision. But of course, you know, you need to know the risk versus reward of anything. But being able to help people just trigger in their brain like, oh, there are these questions that I should be asking yeah. is so important. It is. It is. You know, as a parent, I know that people have no idea the chemicals that we put in like kids pajamas and there, there's regulation in the kid products industry, but there is no regulation in most pet products, except for, of course, pharmaceuticals. But, you know, pharmaceuticals affect every individual differently. So it's not like just because it's FDA approved, it's going to be safe for every single animal, no matter their size, no matter their breed, no matter their history, right? So we have to do a little digging. And it's great that you're joining me today because when we come back from these messages from our sponsors, I want to ask you about cat-specific products so that our cat lovers get some love because I love cat products. I think cat play is so important. Cats don't get enough love. So let's take some a quick break and we'll be right back with Jessica Fisher of the Pet Parenting Reset. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Covered in Pet Hair. I'm your host, Isabel Alvarez, and I am here with the host of the Pet Parenting Reset podcast and the Pet Health Junkies podcast, Jessica Fisher. She is 
an expert on all things pet behavior and health because she's a passionate dog mom and cat mom who can't get enough of researching everything she brings into her home and shares with her pets. And we can all learn a little something from her. So I am going to play a second game with her today. And it's all about cats and holiday gifts that she may or may not recommend. And this game is called Cat-A-Days, like holidays, but just about cats. Cause that's the way cats like it. They like it to be all about them. So first one, here we go. Laser pointers. No. You're not a fan of laser pointers. I'm not a fan of laser pointers. Most people use them the wrong way. And your cat, while they love chasing that little red dot, they need to be able to catch something at the end to really, to get the gratification out of it and not become frustrated. So it really creates a lot of frustration with our cat. Agreed, agreed. Um, if you ever, if you watched my interview with the two crazy cat ladies, we talked about it from a very funny perspective. So I'll put the link over here. If you wanna check out that interview or that a clip of that part of our conversation, cause it had me rolling. So the second <laughs> one I have for you is a self-propelled USB charged mouth. Yeah, I think that could work. I always prefer toys that you interact with your pets, but I think there are times where we need to have things on hand that, you know, we just need five minutes. Like, give me a minute, let me get my stuff in the door, let me get settled or yes. get dinner prepared, whatever it is, so that, that could totally work. Yes, and in that case, they'll be able to catch it, right? So yeah. if it's self-propelled, the cat will catch it, it's there. The cat gets its reward, which is catching its prey. And it seems like a really good idea. That was actually something that I wrote a column. I wrote a, an article for one of the magazines that I write for. And I asked a few of my cat expert friends. And that suggestion was given to me by Rita Ramers of the Cat Behavior Alliance. And she is a big fan of, you know, engaging and enriching cats lives. But like you said, kind of making it somewhat easier for the pet parent, more, uh, more sustainable yeah. for the pet parent. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> next one. This one's really cool. And I wish I had a picture to show you, but it's called a cat egg bed. And it's the shape of an egg okay. and it's lined with like a natural eco-friendly fabric on the inside and it's open like ha like like if you were to like take the top off an egg what do you think okay so it's not like enclosed it is not enclosed it's kind okay. of like circular and yeah. like a little the tip on the side has cut off and it just so you know it does retail for 90 dollars <laughs> yeah i think for sure especially in the eco-friendly lining mm -hmm. I, I like that in any cute bed like why not right <laughs> Yes. But um, the only thing I notice with a lot of cat objects, whether it is a bed or a litter box, whatever it is, are way too small for our cats. So a lot of times I pass on the really cutesy beds because they're just too small. So if it's a good size, then yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That is a great tip. Litter boxes, if your cat's not using it, if it's covered, they may just not like the box. So just yeah. keep that in mind. Absolutely. For sure. All right. An exercise wheel that resembles like the wheel a hamster would run around on. Yeah, I have seen so many people use those and I'm so jealous. They look awesome. <laughs> Does a cat get tired of going around in circles? So I liken it to me in spin class where I'm on the bike and I'm not going anywhere and I get really annoyed and bored and frustrated. Does that happen with cats at all? It can, yeah. I mean, it's not something to sit there and your cat's just gonna jump on and jump off whenever they're like, I want to exercise. No, that's not going to happen, right? Like you're, you're going to have to train them to use it using it. 
rewards and they can enjoy it for short periods of time, but generally you're going to have to have some sort of reward, something they're trying to get at and be involved with them. And no, like they're not going to sit there for an hour on it, of course, but like an hour, like me at spin class, right? (laughs) Exactly. No, there's no cocktail at the end. Like nothing good happens at the end. So nothing motivates me to go to spin class. But I guess if you are training them, they have a positive association. Mm -hmm. It helps them get a little exercise. It sounds like a win-win. Yeah, I like it. I mean, nothing can replace supervised outdoor time, but so many of us don't do that with our cats and that yeah, it can absolutely be a great way to add enrichment and exercise. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. <laughs> a new carrier, backpack, or stroller for a cat. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm that crazy person that will put my pets in a stroller <laughs> and walk down the street. I mean, they need fresh air and I would, mm-hmm. you know, in the backyard, my backyard is fenced. My cats, I would prefer to have some of them on a leash. Some of them, I know, you know your pets best, right? right. Like. Some of them I can just let them walk around, but their their feet need to touch the grass and the dirt and ground just like we do. And yeah, so getting them out in the fresh air, if you need a stroller to do that, then by all means, do it, especially with elderly. Yes, I used to think that like strollers were like a little extra and like baby wearers for pets were a little extra. And I'm like, now that I have older pets of my own and now that I have interviewed so many people, I see so many uses of them that at face value, we don't think about. Um, So I definitely think like a puppy who hasn't received enough of their vaccinations, but you need to socialize them, take them out to hear loud noises and get used to things. A stroller is a really safe place to do that. An elderly pet that has lost, you know, control of their hindquarters, but is still living a happy life can be taken on a wagon or a stroller or a backpack. So yeah, I actually, the more I, You know, the more I interview people and hear their stories, the more I'm like, okay, this isn't for crazy pet people. This is just, this is just like where we're headed because we are trying to meet our pets needs, right? Absolutely. And uh, yeah, I like the point about socialization in a puppy. You know, there's not, you don't always have to get your dog, you know, around other dogs for socialization, but you do need to get them used to noises and different touches and I mean get them into the veterinarian's office to just to have them give the, your dog a treat or you know whatever there's so many things get them used to the clippers like that's real socialization <laughs> absolutely and it, and it will pay dividends later in life for sure okay this one I had to do because this is a boozy show for pet lovers meowsling is a uh, riesling for cats um, okay. it's a lickable treat in like a little bottle what are your thoughts Oh boy, I don't know what the ingredients are, but I suppose if it's just once a year, it can't be that bad. (laughs) (laughs) I did not look at the ingredients because I didn't want this to be a conversation about, you know, ingredients. I wanted to keep it about gifts, but I agree with you. Like whenever I see these funky little like beer or wine for pets, I'm like, is it all sugar? Because like, that's the last, I mean, it's it's the last thing we need. Yeah, I and can that's imagine. And alcohol, uh, alcoholic beverages are. So, like, I'm sure our pets don't need that. Yeah, I can't imagine it would be sugar for cats because they don't taste They don't sweet. really taste sugar. That's but right. But it's got to be something that, you know, I mean, if it were just, like, a catnip tea. Fish oil or yeah. catnip tea. Okay. I don't love, like, I don't want it dyed. So maybe if it's, well, Riesling is a white. 
is wine, white, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so it could be like a catnip tea. That would be yeah, totally fine. that would be cute. Yeah, like an herbal <laughs> some, something, like even chamomile or something like that. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'd have to go back and look at the ingredients. All right, <laughs> next one: a cat box, cardboard cat enclosure with a scratch pad in it. Yeah, those are really cute. Is you know, most of them that I've seen at least have multiple you know entrances, exits. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're super cute and they give your cat an extra surface to scratch as long as it's big. The, the, again, everything for cats is made so small. If they're too small, your cat's not going to use it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, okay. if it's big enough, then yeah, absolutely. It's so it's cute. Those are more for us, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. It looks like a gingerbread house or yeah. whatever, but yeah. don't force your cats to get in it. Just open it up, maybe yeah. put a treat inside, <laughs> let them explore yeah. it. The worst thing we can do is like grab our cats and like shove them in a place, which we all have been guilty of at some point in our journey. But we are telling you that that is not the best way. (laughs) Do not. Absolutely. Under no circumstances. (laughs) Exactly right. Okay. So this is an interesting one. A scratch tower, right? Think of like a, like a, not quite a cat tree, but a scratch tower that has like these built in wand toys. So the cat is playing with the wand without human interaction. Yeah. There's totally room for that too. The wand toys, I mean, that is giving them something to attack something to attach on to the only thing with that is that if you can't remove them that can be a problem because you want to rotate this is true with your dogs too right like you want to rotate their toys and because it becomes really really boring if you think about like visual clutter in your house yes you overlook everything at some point because it's just so clean it's always there so rotating the toys is so important so if it can be detached and you can take it away for a week and then give it back to them, then absolutely, that that's great. I love that idea of not just replacing it, but just removing it and bringing it back, easy as pie. Yeah. And so when it comes to cats, and we know that they're kind of picky about their treats, what do you default to with cats? I just default to the single ingredient, freeze-dried or dehydrated, whatever I buy my dogs. And that's, it is really interesting. I just had this conversation with somebody the other day because if you pick up the same tree, there's one company in particular that is really, really bad about this. It's the same exact treat in the dog bag and the cat bag. The cat bag, you get fewer ounces and you pay more. So I always buy the dog because it's the exact same thing. Wow. And I just, yeah, I mean, it's it's a single ingredient treat and you can't go wrong with it. It's, you know, organ meat or chicken breast or right. some sort of minnow or anchovy, whatever it is, it's totally fine for your cat to have it, you know, as long as you don't have any medical issues that you're looking to avoid mm-hmm. certain things. But right. it's totally, that's my go-to. That's what my cats get. I do cut up chicken hearts for them because they'll swallow them whole and get stuck in their throat. But <laughs> I'm just... Yeah, single ingredient treats all around for everybody. (laughs) All around for everybody. Okay, perfect. So now I need to know your thoughts on a couple of very popular pet products that are pushed this time of year. So the first one is a pet advent calendar. And I had already prepared this question for you before I saw your video today. (laughs) Say, (laughs) Um, most of them, no. But the one I bought, yes. (laughs) Tell me about the one you bought. So the one I bought is from a company called Forever Love Club. And Susanna is, she's a one woman show over there, which I love supporting small women owned businesses anytime I can. And she is sourcing 
organ meats and fish, everything she can from regenerative agriculture farms. She's very eco-friendly, so all of her packaging is recyclable. And I don't even think it's plastic. I think it's some other form of like close to plastic. Got it. (laughs) And (laughs) I'd have to look at exactly what it is. But yeah, I got the advent calendar from her, which was a limited run. And I'm just hoping that she like every year now from now on is going to sell like refills for it because super cute and it's all single ingredient there's like bison tongue and beef liver um whiting fillets flounder so it's all awesome and then there are chews like i think she has like a flounder skin or chicken feet and it's all just dehydrated and nice so i know i'm giving my dog something that's good for her absolutely and it's a true treat like, yes. it's really a treat because I think a lot of these things we buy and I'm a big fan of Costco. I love Costco. They, <laughs> they they have awesome stuff, but I see their advent calendar every year. And it just for those of us that are kind of concerned about our pets inflammation, for example, I have senior pets, very senior. One of his is ger- geriatric. Yeah. I don't need him to get stuff that's yeah. going to make him feel worse. It's going to give him lower energy. That's going to make him feel just right. more uh, lethargic. So I need to make sure that what I'm giving him especially with all the money I'm spending on supplementation is not going to like undo the stuff we're doing for them. So I totally agree. It's all about what's in the advent calendar. Yes. Look at the ingredients. (laughs) Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm about to like set up my kids advent calendar with the leftover Halloween candy. So clearly the standards (laughs) are different for humans and pets in this house, but what can you do? Same here. (laughs) Next one is pet subscription boxes. What are your thoughts? It depends on what it is. I have tried numerous boxes and I have canceled them all. (laughs) But, you know, if you find something that your dog really loves or your cat really loves, go for it. Now, do I think they're all going to be perfect and everything they give you in those boxes? No, you're going to have to go through and decide what you are willing and aren't willing to give your pet. But give them a try if you want. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I personally have canceled them all. That's so funny. I have tried only one in my time and it's the same as with human subscription boxes, like, like makeup ones. Like I like makeup. I like discovering new products, but like it didn't always like, it wasn't what I needed. Then I ended up with a surplus of stuff I didn't really need. So in the effort to save some money, I always canceled mine too. So I hear that so much, but it, it might be a cool gift for somebody like say your, you know, your child just you know, lives independently and just got a pet, maybe Mm -hmm. something like that would be a good idea. How about for you specifically? What are you going to give your pets this holiday season? Like, do you give gifts? And what do you get? I do. I have already shopped for Kim. And I have a bunch of stuff in my cart for (laughs) the cats. So Kim is getting I have gone through so many sites looking for different sweaters, vests, jackets, and stuff for her. And I don't love collars. I always recommend harnesses. So I need something that I can attach the leash to the harness with her jacket on. So I have found one company (laughs) that I like that they make all of their jackets and stuff with a little zipper in the back so you can get to the harness. So I've got her a couple of those on the way. What else did I get her? I bought her, I bought her some new salmon oil. (laughs) 
There you go. <laughs> and the advent calendar we were just talking about, I got yes. her that. And I, I feel like I bought her something else uh, because I did, my Black Friday shopping was all about the pets. I'm like stocking up on things that I use regularly. <laughs> <laughs> and then any deals on things I wanted to buy them for Christmas. And the cats get mostly like catnip toys. I'm very particular about the catnip that I give my cats. I used to love Westpaw's catnip and they stopped making it years ago when they were like said, Hey, we're going to stop making it. I bought a crap ton of it. Um, and I still have <laughs> some, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say that wrong. Yeah. Um, it makes excellent catnip toys. So this is usually the time of year that I like replace all of their catnip toys. So I have a bunch of those that I'm, I'm bringing in for the cats. And then I usually give them a special meal. Like I don't feed my cats tuna very often. So Christmas they'll get some tuna. <laughs> nice. I love tuna. So I hear that. All right. So what is the best gift you have ever received that is pet related? Do you remember? Oh, oh man. I actually was gifted a stroller a number of years ago for my dog. Um, so that's probably at the top of the list. I always put pet stuff on my wish list and people are like, that's not for you. That's for the pets. And I'm like, yeah, but I want it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And actually, I was actually wondering if you're the kind of person that a gift for your pet is a gift for you. Like yes. for me, one of the best gifts I've ever gotten for my pet for me was my mother-in-law years ago, maybe five years ago, sent us a collar for every pet. It's a holiday collar. Titans has a bow tie on it. And I put it on him yesterday for, you know, the fifth time or sixth time, however long ago we got these. And I wasn't sure when I put them away last year, if he would be here to wear it. And the fact that I was able to put it on him, he's still here. He feels so fancy because I'm like squealing over like how cute he looks in it. It's like the best gift anybody has given me, but it has nothing to do with me. Right. I saw your post and I was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> because I'm so following along with Titan right now. <laughs> yes, thank you. But yeah, it's nice to get a gift from others for our pets instead of for us. It just, I feel like it says, I get how much you love your pet. Exactly. Like 100% because I don't know what I would do without it. Exactly. <laughs> and that's where literally all of my money goes. So help a girl out. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Give us Amazon or gift cards to shops we, you know, shop from all the time. I don't know. Like, where do you most do most of your shopping? Do you... <laughs> Stop from the retailers like Amazon and Chewy and PetSmart? Or are you usually supporting really small businesses that do like business to consumer directly? Yeah, I try to limit what I get from Amazon and Chewy. I have not found a way to completely eliminate them, right. especially with cat litter. But for the most part, like all the food, most of well, I get I get the treats mostly from Forever Love Club. So that is you know an online store but it's you know a small women-owned business and then there's a shop in town called Pupology. so uh, janet owns and she's the third person <laughs> on uh -huh. the pet health junkies podcast so i try to get as much as i can through her anything she has the ability to order for me i get her to order for me because i mean why not right exactly support small business always especially yes. around the holidays when they're working so hard and don't have the resources that are huge huge you know um conglomerate retailers have so tell us how can my audience learn more about you and all that you offer and do you have any gift ideas from your repertoire yes uh so anybody that has a dog first of all 
I am a firm believer in positive reinforcement training. You mentioned that at the beginning. And I just think every dog needs some level of training. I'm not the kind of person that I don't want a dog to be a robot, but I need my dog to come when I call them, right? And positive reinforcement training is also a bonding experience between you and your dog. So I think that aspect of it is probably one of the most important things. And while I can't get to everyone's home (laughs) in the United States, I have created an online course that is comprised of loads of videos, most of which are me instructing people in their homes with their dogs so you can see how I'm doing it. And so that is available. If you think anybody in your life could use that, that would be a great gift idea. It's online and it's really easy to gift. You don't have to wrap. (laughs) You don't have to wrap it. And it's, I think that especially for newer pet parents, like they're obsessed with their pet. They just got their pet especially a dog, if it's a puppy, they are so overwhelmed that something like that would be truly invaluable. When it comes down to like the resource you're giving them, the education you're giving them, it's a gift that keeps on giving rather than maybe like some silly, like, you know, novelty item that the pet will destroy in five seconds. Yeah. And it it really is going to be that that gift, like you said, that keeps on giving forever throughout your dog's life, because not only the way I have it broken down you can just go through all the beginner stuff, right? And do sit, stay, come, you know, all mm-hmm. the beginner stuff. Or you can go through and if you have like issues you're dealing with with your dog with reactivity or food aggression or jumping, whatever it is, you can go through and see those. And then my favorite part is all of the information on health and nutrition because there is such a connection between the health of our pet and how they behave. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that most trainers completely overlook. And I can't, (laughs) I can't overlook it. Now you are coming from a holistic point of view where you integrate the behavior and the health so that you can get the best results, which I mean, it as a human parent, again, it's the same thing. Like your kid feels awful. And they're, you know, they're reacting to some kind of food that they're getting, they have an allergy, whatever, they're not going to be as quick to oblige when you ask them to, you know, get up in the morning, right? It just, it, this is how we all operate. Pets are no different. So tell us what website we can find all of your stuff and where we can find you on social media. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a little all over the place. I just realized um, <laughs> if you want to get the online dog training, go to the furryfamilycoach.com. That's the best place to get it. You're going to get the best price there. And all you have to do to gift it to somebody is put in their email address um, and then they get it. If you want to listen to the podcast, that's on Apple, (laughs) but you can also go to the petparentingreset.com because I do have some freebies there for you as well. Awesome. 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 And then, you know, Pet Health Junkies is coming up. It's new and it is going to teach us all sorts of things. You got a great team there. Uh, I, I can't wait to listen in. And uh, you are on social as the Pet Parenting Reset. Everywhere? Am I? Yes. I think I am. <laughs> yes, I well, am. I will, we will put all of the her links in the show notes and in the video description so that you can go follow her as well. I want to propose a toast to you for taking the time to celebrate the holidays with me. Cheers. Thank it's you. So Cheers. Good to see you, again. you too. You're so beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Likewise. <laughs> I also want to propose a toast to my executive producer, Mark Winter. Cheers, Mark. Happy holidays. And to our audience for joining us. Thank you for spending 2022 with me and my amazing guests. I can't wait to bring you more stuff in the new year. Cheers and happy holidays. 
To learn more about Covered in Pet Hair, please visit CoveredInPetHair.com or PetLifeRadio.com. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next year. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.